0: WCNC Charlotte, this is Flashpoint.
1: Thanks for joining us here on Flashpoint. I'm Ben Thompson. What a week this morning. We want to step back and give it some context for the latest election results Though we do say, head on over to the WCNC mobile app, but let's begin. Let's begin with a shout out to all the poll workers. These folks have been guardians of our Republic this week. They've been working around the clock, uh, opening polls in a pandemic, counting votes into the wee hours of the morning all while they were getting threats from angry protesters, being called names, facing allegations they had secret political motives. And the thing is, they're not done. More counting is going on. Joining us now, Michael Dickerson. He is the guy in charge of elections here in Mecklenburg County. Mr. Dickerson, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Understand you've been very busy. Um, Listen, we we know some counting started happening back on Friday, uh, and it's continuing into this next week. So where do we explain for the folks at home um, where do we stand as far as the county, specifically here in Charlotte?
2: Sure, sure. First off, thank you for having me, Ben. Good to uh, good to talk to you. Uh, yes, we we uh, started uh, Friday at our, our board meeting. We we're processing our our absentee ballots that were postmarked November third uh, and uh, received in our office. Uh, it Has to have a postmark. Has to be properly executed so that we can then. Uh, tally those uh, those absentee ballots. That's the normal course of business for, for us. Uh, the difference this year is the fact that we have to now uh, count those ballots that were postmarked November 3rd and now received up to 5 p.m. on the 12th of, of November. So we will be continuing through this week of any ballots that come in, uh, processing those, and uh, making sure we release those results.
1: And I want to say for the folks at home, uh, what you just said is exactly the plan as it had been back on Monday before any votes were cast. I, I know a lot of folks out there, uh, some conspiracy theorists, want to make it seem like something's changed or, or, or this is a shell game. That's been, this is exactly the way it was always supposed to play out, right?
2: Exactly. And 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 thanks for bringing that up. This is exactly the way we do this for every election. Uh, the only difference this year is. Uh, is the extra six days of uh of uh accepting absentee ballots that were postmarked by november 3rd and keep that in mind these ballots have to have been in the mail stream at by november 3rd if they are not uh they are not postmarked november 3rd i cannot accept those ballots so i i want everybody to realize uh just that that uh, we're not still voting here we're just counting those votes that all happened on november 3rd
1: LET ME ASK YOU THIS THOUGH BECAUSE IT SEEMS LIKE in, IN MANY CASES ALL OF THIS STUFF IS ALREADY DECIDED um, FOR FOLKS WHO VOTED THIS WAY SHOULD, should THEY FEEL um, LESS INVOLVED or, or, OR LESS PART OF THE PROCESS BECAUSE LET'S BE HONEST I MEAN A LOT OF THESE THINGS WHILE THERE MIGHT BE SOME LEGAL legal wrangling THAT, that HAPPENS THEY'RE DECIDED
2: uh, RIGHT uh, THERE MAY BE uh, BUT uh, KEEP IN MIND uh, they should be realizing that uh, this is how important their vote was. Uh, that they they did participate, and that uh, we here at the Mecklenburg County Board of Elections and all 100 county boards of elections are are making sure that we tally and we accept and and we uh, guarantee that their vote will be uh, tallied into the process. So uh, don't feel in any less uh, engaged. Uh, feel just as equally engaged as everybody else that voted.
1: As I mentioned in the open here, you guys have been getting it from every direction, um, not just here in Charlotte, but, but we know across the country. Um, GOP leaders here in North Carolina claiming wins for, for the president and, and, and Senator Tom Tillis here in the state. At the same time, they're also demanding transparency from election officials. Take a listen to what the chairman of the North Carolina GOP had to say. We have lawyers that are on. Uh, on ground in all 100 of our counties. Uh, We're going to make sure that the Board of Elections operates in a transparent manner. We understand that there are provisionals that will have to be counted and absentees that need to be counted, but they can give us an accurate number. And when they do give us an accurate number, we're going to see that the outstanding votes to be counted are less than the margin that the president and Senator Tillis has. Calls for transparency.
2: Um, Are you guys not being transparent? Uh, not to my knowledge uh, everything we do is is open to the to the public uh, there is nothing that is uh, done uh, anywhere outside of uh, a uh, publicly announced board meeting uh, my five-member board which is a bipartisan board uh, they are uh, they are at every meeting they are the ones that are instructing us what to do uh, so there are representatives from the uh, Democratic Party and the Republican party that are uh, are on my board and those folks uh, make sure we keep everything open. It is um, it is again nothing different than we do in any other election in the uh, in our in our election seasons. We have to do this for every election. Uh, and just because it's a close presidential or Senate race or any other race uh, even if it wasn't close we'd still be doing the same thing.
1: We expect that we'll have firm answers by the end of this week Friday. Mm hmm. Uh, Uh, We better Uh, we canvass on Friday at 11 o'clock. So, yes. And and then it's certified specifically officially by the state uh, a few weeks after that. Um, Correct. Just real quickly, want to get your take on this, because I know the folks at home want to make sure their vote counts. The president a few days ago back on on Thursday night, I believe, said um, that the results of the election are the results of uh, voter fraud, election fraud. Uh, You and I have talked about this for years um election fraud uh, voter fraud not something that commonly
2: happens or you see at your level. Cor- correct. We, we have systems in place uh, uh, you know the the provisional process that uh, was uh, talked about uh, earlier um, in that uh, news conference you were highlighting uh, that is a process where if we don't have you, we don't let you just vote on the on the panel. we make sure that you, vote something on paper that we can then research and find out if you are indeed registered or if you're if you're not registered i can't accept that vote so we we make sure we we go through these these processes and 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 the state has things in place that prevent certain things like the voter fraud uh from happening so uh i'm very confident in our uh in our procedures here in, in north carolina uh and i i feel very good Uh, about the results we can produce. Well,
1: listen, uh, on behalf of all of our our viewers of Flashpoint and and the folks who who watch this and even the folks who don't, uh, please thank all the volunteers and the poll workers and um, everybody who works there in your office and in the precincts and everywhere else, because I mean, goodness gracious, it's been quite a week for you guys and and, and you're doing just the work of of, of democracies uh, and we do appreciate it. Michael Dickerson, thank
2: you.
1: More Flashpoint after this. Tornadoes, the tropical storms, severe weather is extreme weather, and we're here to keep you safe and to help you navigate your day. The First Warned Team is there for you, no matter the conditions and the location.
0: We're in your hand with the WCNC Weather app, and we'll always be there on WCNC Charlotte.
2: So wake up, plan your day and your life. The First Warned Storm Team will be there for you.
1: Welcome back to flashpoint a reminder for all the latest election results live in real time head on over to the wcnc charlotte app joining me now davidson political science professor susan roberts professor thanks for joining us we appreciate it
0: oh you're welcome thanks
1: so as it stands right now looking looking back now um what are you thinking are, are going to be some of the the big takeaways i mean i i from this election i mean i i'm thinking about exit polls i'm thinking about actual polling again and how yeah. off or not off it was um i think the the jury's still out on that uh i think parties re-examining uh who they are what they are who leads them is part of it what do you think are the big takeaways from this election
0: well i think and you've mentioned most of them but i think um, to add that now i can go um and expand but i think the massive turnout um, 4 million more voters turned out for Trump than 2016. We know of record turnout uh, projected uh, about 64%, 65. Um, and we know that Biden got the largest uh, popular vote, I think in history. So that means people are primed uh, to express themselves. And we knew they were in terms of you know protest and many other things, but now it's at the ballot box. And I think that um, is a healthy sign um, but people are wondering what that means later on in terms of you know the, um, the support and the enthusiasm for either one of the candidates.
1: Speaking of enthusiasm for the candidates, it strikes me, I mean, it, I saw it happen in my own friend group and family as well. Uh, you talk to Biden folks and they had no doubt in their mind, they had this thing in the bag, it was not even gonna be close. You speak to Trump folks in your family, they felt equally strong that they had this thing in the bag. And when it comes down to it, I mean, clearly we are a very divided nation and we're polarized and we're segregated and we're not necessarily always talking to each other, but um, it's a pretty equally divided country.
0: It really is. And I was examining the um, exit polls from North Carolina, the night of the election, and it revealed so much division. Um, It was almost, you know, a mirror image. If you supported Biden, you thought the pandemic was issue number one. If you supported Trump, it was the economy. And then, you know, um, I have, you know, friend groups and uh, a book club, and they're just um, convinced that um, everything will settle down um, in the country and we won't have any more polarization or partisan antipathy. And I guess it brings out the political scientist in me. And I say, no, I think we have to step back and say there are a lot of undercurrents that um, one election cannot cure.
1: Sure. And I think. Let's 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 knowing that this thing is still pending and there's going to be lawsuits um, that that happen. um, Assume, play this out. Assume Joe Biden does become president. Kamala Harris becomes vice president in in January. Understanding there's some, you know, ifs and wins that can happen there. um, How does he proceed going forward um, when when you have what might be appears to be a a Republican Senate um, to get anything done?
0: Oh, I think it's going to be very difficult. Um, the Democrats, uh, as far as we know, I mean, there'll be recounts probably in Georgia. Um, for the Senate race, there is still unresolved. Is um, that the Republicans in the Senate are determined to thwart every plan that Joe Biden comes forward to support every plan that Trump supports, and I think that um, that polarization is going only going to get worse and. Um, you know, with the issue of the Supreme Court, I think people have to step back and say, how political of an institution um, is this? And will it be in the future? Because I think people are just using the numbers there. We have so many conservatives and so many liberals. So this is how every decision is going to go. But I agree, my um, my friends, this is a bubble up here in Davidson. And, and sometimes they can't imagine that there are um, people that don't, uh, you know, that aren't more liberal and can't imagine that there's, you know, the, the really the pull of populism that we've seen. And um, as you point out, polarization, populism, those are sentiments that one election doesn't uh, wash away.
1: Uh, here in, in North Carolina specifically, uh, the votes are still gonna be counted this next week. Um, I know they hope to have them finished up by, by Friday. Uh, you anticipate any surprises there?
0: Um, I really don't, um, I don't anticipate um, and when someone said, well, they're not going to uh, finish counting until uh, the end of this week, I thought, what are they doing? Like taking a break? It's just inconvenient to count. And I guess like many other places, they want to be methodical and, um, and Secretary of States all across the country reminded um, uh, viewers, readers, that a lengthy count does not mean a fraudulent count. And we're so used to having, you know, immediate results, go to the internet, go to the TV. Um, and I think that that's one thing that we're, we're just really beginning to to try to understand that you can't get results from this. And, you know, people are making comparisons with um, uh, 2000. And I always say that that's very difficult to do because of social media. And because we want um, rapid response, we want reaction and not reflection. And so, um, I think when you look back at elections before social media, it's fraught with a lot of um, questions and, and the communication of results and the communication of ideas and President Trump's uh, tweets, all this contributes to the, the environment we've talked about.
1: What well, I think you've seen a lot in the recent years about the, the undermining of our institutions and, and that, we, that we know and trust and, and I think in this case, it's been an example of where you have these secretaries of state and also directors of board of elections who have sort of stood their ground, and they have been those institutions that, that we've needed to keep the guardrails on things, even to your point, if things go slower than we like. All right, Susan Roberts up in Davidson Forest. Susan, thank you. Appreciate it. More Flashpoint after this. Tornadoes, the tropical storm. severe weather is extreme weather, and we're here to keep you safe and to help you navigate your day. The First Warren team is there for you, no matter the conditions and the location.
0: We're in your hand with the WCNC weather app, and we'll always be there on WCNC Charlotte.
2: So wake up, plan your day and your life. The First Warren Storm team will be there for you.
1: And welcome back Flashpoint, a reminder for all the latest election results head to the WCNC Charlotte app. It's free in the app store. Joining us now, Winthrop University political science professor Scott Huffman. Professor, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. So it seems to me as we, as we tape this, the presidential uh, race seems like it's going in a, a very specific direction, but likely going to be litigated and argued to some extent for the days to come. Um, but big picture, for, for the Democrats who were expecting a blue wave, or the Republicans who were expecting that red wave, who walks away from this past election happy?
3: Well, no one's gonna walk away happy if it continues to be contested. Uh, the, The truth is, it was an overwhelming win for Biden and the Democrats in the national vote. He got more votes than anyone's ever gotten. But again, that's not how we elect presidents in the United States of America so what it'll what will happen in the end is whether or not biden ends up with uh, a slim electoral college victory or a slightly larger he could end up with barely over 270 or about 290 uh, if the things are continuing to go the way they are right now The, the the people who are really losing right now are the professionals who made it their you know promised and dedicated professional life to counting votes to running elections Uh, these people uh, take their jobs very seriously i've had a chance to talk to the professional organization um, of registrars in south carolina before and these people are dedicated professionals and right now they're being beat up Uh, so they're the big losers right now
1: i'm glad you brought that up because um I feel like we we almost need like a national civics lesson again um a, a reminder of how these swings these things work and i've said the same thing about uh, a media literacy program like you know uh very easy to, to to critique the media and we probably deserve it in many cases but anybody who came and worked in the newsroom for a while would completely get a different idea about how the media works and how seriously we take our jobs and, and i i think of the same thing when i think of some of these poll workers that i mean these are dedicated folks. If they wanted to be in politics, there'd be far more profitable avenues for them to go down.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the the thing is they know what they're doing. We've been having, you know, voting by mail since the civil war. Uh, You know, it is very uh, streamlined. The only reason it's taking a while now is that there's so many because, uh, you know, the Democrats said, hey, look, You should vote by mail so you don't get sick. And a lot of people,
1: Republicans included, because coronavirus voted by mail. I I do feel like it's slightly unfair to critique the polls quite yet because, in the the days and weeks to come, when we have a final, and I do mean final, when all the mail in, when North Carolina finishes its vote in a a, a few days, um, it could very well be a lot more accurate. The polls could have been more accurate than we realized. But what do you make of the criticism that, once again, the polls did not capture? Uh, a a lot of the supporters out there.
3: You're absolutely right. The polls are becoming more and more correct every day. Uh, The national polls once again were spot on, just like they were actually spot on in 2016. The the big concerns, though, were, again, a couple of states that were, uh, you know, not just, they ended up being correct, uh, saying, hey, Biden was gonna win Wisconsin, Biden was gonna win Michigan, but the polls had Biden up by, seven, eight points and Biden, you know, really just pulled out a victory there. So, you know, again, it's, it's a process that's always being fine tuned. The issue with polling is that, you know, getting registered voters is not particularly hard. Figuring out exactly who a likely voter is, that's an ever evolving thing after 2016, People started statistically sure. waiting by education to correct what happened in 2016. Well, now in 2020, um, you know, they're finding that it's not really shy Trump voters, it's more like threatened Trump voters. There was a poll out of uh, uh, New Hampshire that showed that uh, 52% of Trump supporters said they were afraid to put a sign in their yard because they thought their house would be vandalized, as opposed to only. Something like 15% of Biden Goodness. supporters. A of, so a sign of who we the, are. The, yeah, the, the issue then is is those you know concerns um, about the Trump voters not really wanting to express themselves. But as you pointed out, the polls are getting more and more correct every I, I, every I'd hour. Remiss,
1: I'd be remiss. We're almost out of time, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about y'all had a had a rather barn buster of a Senate race down there in South Carolina, except it turned out to be not that close as we thought.
3: Right, absolutely. You know, uh, I think a couple of things happened. One of the biggest things that happened was the Democrats had hope. (laughs) The Democrats were excited and nothing turns out Republicans in South Carolina like seeing a Democrat who has hope. Uh, There was a whole lot of, uh, I think, last minute, not decisions on who to vote for, but decisions on to turn out. Plus the Amy Barrett, uh, the Supreme Court, uh, uh, nominee being pushed through by uh, Lindsey Graham. I think that motivated a lot of uh, Republican voters to get out and say, you know what, this is why we need a Republican.
1: All right, Scott Huffman, Donald Winthrop, of course. Scott, it's been quite a week. I expect this next week will probably be pretty busy as well, but hopefully not quite as bad. Thank you. for I uh, hope for- to get a little more sleep, please. I hope you do too. You and I both. More flashpoint <laughs> after this. Tornadoes, the tropical storm, severe weather is extreme weather, and we're here to keep you safe and to help you navigate your day. The First Warren team is there for you, no matter the conditions and the location.
0: We're in your hand with the WCNC weather app, and we'll always be there on WCNC Charlotte.
2: So wake up, plan your day and your life. The First Warren Storm team will be there for you. Welcome back to Flashpoint.
1: It's been quite a week, folks, and I want to note that the coronavirus pandemic is still very much around. President Trump, before the election, said that watch after the the election. It's going to be gone. Media is not going to be talking about it. It's as bad as ever. North Carolina, the country, uh, seeing the worst cases so far, hitting record numbers. I posted on my Facebook page this week. a reminder this pandemic doesn't play politics. After the election, COVID-19 continues to spread with eye-opening speed and it's still killing people. We know the holidays are coming up and we urge you to stay vigilant, stay safe, stay smart, wear a mask. We know that does help and we'll see you back here next weekend for Flashpoint.